The Meddlesome Meeples present The Quest Report with Matt and Richard. Welcome to The Quest Report and today we're talking about Above and Below which is a game by Red Raven, which we have the box of it up here. And this is quite a strange mix of a few different genres, basically, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's really an interesting combination because it, what it does is it takes uh, like a village development, resource management aspect of uh, like a Euro mm-hmm. and smashes it together with storytelling. Yes. So it, more in line with something like Tales from, of, of the Arabian Nights, um, I, what this reminded me of quite a bit as well, well, the adventure aspect of this reminded me of, was like the choose your own adventure type books that we all used to love as kids. Yeah. And I'm yeah. assuming you all used to love it as kids. I used to love it as a kid. I assume everyone else did as well. Yeah, but. I had a Sonic one. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. But um, this is quite an interesting game. I've played this now several times with different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them has loved it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because there's something in here for everyone because it combines these different mechanisms. Mm. Now, this game is all about get- getting the victory points. That's where the traditional Euro aspects come into, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and uh, you build, you acquire those through the game uh, by getting new buildings for your village, by acquiring resources, uh, by going on adventures and gaining reputation. Yeah. And there's different, but basically, each round on your turn, you have one of six things that you can do. And you need to use a villager for most of these, don't you? One or more. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. Uh, so you might use one of your villagers to go and harvest to mm-hmm. get resources from your buildings. You might send them to buy a new building. You might send them to buy a new villager, a training action. You might send them to do some labour and basically. You exhaust that villager and you get a coin per villager. It's a bit like the work action on Firefly. Yeah. yeah, but the most interesting thing you can do with your villagers is send them off on an encounter. Yeah, that's um, the cool bit. That's the cool <laughs> bit, and you have to send at least two of them on on an encounter. And when you do that, you take what's called a cave card. Now, a cave card has a picture of a cave at the top, and it's got a picture of each of uh, you know different six-sided dice results, one through six. And next to each result is a page, or well, not a page number, but an encounter number. And you roll a d6 to see which one you get. You turn to that relevant encounter in the encounter book, and the, well, not you, but the player to your left, rather. It's quite important that the player <laughs> to your left will turn to that page number in the encounter book and read you an adventure. Yeah, so this cave card that you get, that's you exploring a cave that is under your village, basically. That's right. So you get that cave card, and you put it under your buildings. So you have building cards up here, and then you go on an adventure is you exploring this cave. Yeah. And what happens in this encounter is basically what happens down that cave. Yeah. So that that's the fun bit, I think. And it might be that you know you've gone into a cave, you meet somebody, something happens, and then you'll get options. And it, it could even be that something happens on the way to that cave uh, mm, that will affect be, yeah. it. And it might, and it will give you a couple of options of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. And you may have to roll to see whether or not you're able to succeed in doing uh, the, that choice. Mm-hmm. Or it might be that you've chosen this, so you just go to another paragraph and read that. To see yeah. what happens next. Sometimes there's a little chain of paragraphs. You turn into mm. different pages because of the decisions you make. And it makes up quite a nice little story. It, it does. And each um, each villager that you send will have 
a picture of what's called little lanterns, mm. a lantern on it with different dice results. So it might be, you know, a two gives you one lantern for that villager, uh, a six might give you three lanterns. Yeah. And it, that's how many successes you can get, how many lanterns you can yeah, get with that, that called villager. Explore yeah, it's explore They're referred to as lanterns uh, with regards to what the villagers get, and in the book when it refers to them in the encounter book it refers to them as explore so it'll be you know you're going to try and look for this treasure in this cave you might get an explore three resort and an explore six resort and those explores are how many lanterns you need to explore yeah so if you manage to get three it's like a success but if you manage to get six it's like a A better better success success. yeah critical success and someone will read you what your choices are and what you need to do for that choice but and you choose but then they won't tell you the bit in brackets next to that that tells you what the rewards or penalties are for each of those choices. Yeah, because you lose reputation yeah. sometimes. And sometimes you gain reputation. It's a Heather lovely little system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was not like Heather. No, not really. Been yeah, a bad I was surprised. <laughs> um, but also, if you completely fail, there might be a little bit of a paragraph that explains, you know, a little bit of story as to what happens. You know, you fail to do this and you just end up back at your village. Mm-hmm. Um or it could be something worse. You could end up failing and injuring one of your villagers. But if you've succeeded, not only will you get a reward for something, but you'll also get to keep that cave card, and that then allows you to build something in that cave underneath your village. Yes. So it's very, very good. But this is the most fun part of the game for me, and I think also for everybody that I've played this with. Yeah, but if there wasn't this aspect of having your own village and you want to get resources for yeah. it and everything, I think I think that makes that better. Yeah. You know, the, um, the exploring side of it is because you've got a village to go back to with the spoils yeah. that you've just got, it makes it a bit more fun. It's more like you are adventuring for something. Uh, one of the people that, funnily enough, one of the uh, people that I played this with on one of my different sessions, he has never played board games before. He's always thought board games were a bit... I think he thought they were a bit of a nerdy pastime. Mm. Um, but he played this and he absolutely loved it, but he kept comparing it to things like Skyrim. It was like when, when he was going off on an right. adventure, he was thinking about which choice to do. He was like, well, if this was Skyrim, I'd do this, so I'd do, I'll do that. You yeah. know? <laughs> it did remind me of Elder Scrolls in that you had the option to go on an adventure. Mm. That, that's what I do like about it. Because you could just go to the tavern instead, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't really keep referring to Skyrim. But I, I loved as well the little village cards that you get with this, and with that, it shows you at the top what your various actions are. So you don't have to think, oh, you know, what are those actions again? Because all of these pictures very, very clearly explain what's what. Um, your other option is you can, if you've got a good that you don't want, you could put it there and try and sell it. That's a free action to list something for sale, and it's a free action to buy it from somebody else. You don't need a villager for that. Um, you've also got the advancement track at the bottom, which you fill up with goods that you get typically from either harvesting them from your buildings, or, which is what I've always done, from your adventures. Things you find mm. on your adventures, you, f- you fill up that track with. And that gives you more income. It gives you more income each round, and at the end of the game, it's worth points. Yep. So that's very good. You've also got this... Uh, board here which just to explain at the top is where you put various villagers that you, people can buy it's like a market deck for for people and that gets uh, sort of refilled at the end of each round you've got a round tracker there's seven rounds in the game so you ha- just move the marker through the different caverns to show which round you're on and there's also the reputation track 
Now the reputation track, you all start in the same place. Your actions can end up losing you points at the end of the game if you've basically been robbing people and doing yeah. lots of illegal things. Or if you've uh, shown wisdom and bravery on your adventures, then you can get bonus points. And the player that comes first will get a bonus five points. Um, the player that comes in second will get points as well from that. Uh, the, I love the artwork on these. It's very cartoony, isn't it? But very cartoony. Kind of abstract. It looks like kind of painting. When you've taken an, an action with an with your villagers, though, whether it's to send them on a quest or build or whatever, whenever you use a villager afterwards, you typically will put them into this area of your board, which is the exhausted section, yep. the it's one with the moon. moon on it. And at the end of the round, you can refresh however many villagers that you've got beds for. So you start off with three beds and three villagers, and different buildings that you can buy allow you to have other beds. Um, and once you've got them, then at the end of that round, you can move them across and reuse your villagers. So well, you don't want to have yeah. loads of villagers and very little beds. That's what you had. On my last game, yeah. Usually that's the first time that's happened to me. All your villagers were asleep constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them were injured. Yeah. Because you can, well. uh, when you're on an adventure, you can exert a villager which means that you, you, when afterwards he goes back to the injured section and not the exhausted section, but it does give you another success. And particularly in the last round, when you know you're not going to get a chance to refresh mm. them anyway, you're just exhausting your, uh, sorry, exerting your villagers left, right and centre yeah. to get you some extra rewards. <laughs> They're all just ill. Yeah. <laughs> but this, everybody that I've played it with has really enjoyed it. I think it's a really nice game. If it was just the adventuring like you said I don't think I'd have enjoyed it as much but I would have still enjoyed it yeah. if it was just the resource management part again I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that much yeah it's both together it just makes it so much more it just adds so much each complements each other really well mm. Richard what's your final thoughts on this game this game for your other games that have victory points I am normally not too keen on that aspect of them mm. because I like there to be something kind of a bit more intrinsic to the mm. game that decides whether you win or lose. But this one, because of the adventuring, because it, the journey is so fun, I don't mm. really mind. It's like I'm trying to build a good village and some things will give me victory points, but I don't really mind. Mm. I was just getting lots of beds for my villagers and resources and trying to get good villages that could go on adventures and get me more resources. And I just mm. enjoyed that aspect of it. So... Um, I didn't. Um, yeah, the the victory point aspect of it didn't bother me as much as it might do in other games. So I I um I did really enjoy this, and I did kind of think about this might be one that I would like to get. The only mm. concern I had was how long it would take before you know most of the book. That was one of my concerns as well. But one mm. thing I have noticed is that when we play it you will find that as you go through these adventures you probably you may average one around because the mm. first round you're probably not going to use any of your villagers for mm. that because you're going to try and get some cards to give you bonuses and things in the early rounds yeah um, and then in the later rounds you're going to go on more and if you think maybe in the whole game you're probably going to go on by the time you've got more villagers and can do more than one adventure around in the later rounds yeah. that will probably balance out the earlier rounds where you didn't do it as much so you're going to probably average you know seven uh, adventures around yeah. and there's two there's a couple of hundred of these and uh 200 yeah 213 and it, there are no 215 in the original book and i believe you can buy 
extra another encounter but well, with that more does encounters. It then. Yeah, if you can get um, more encounters for it, then that's fine. But if you think even in a you know say in a three-player game, seven 20, encounters yeah, each, twenty-one, is you could have ten games in theory without doubling up. Mm-hmm. In the three games I've played, uh, two of them were three-player, one of them was four-player. I think there's only one encounter that's come up twice, mm. and in neither case was it one that I had. Well, so I didn't that's not so know. Bad then. I yeah. would. I I think that it's a valid concern, but it's not a concern that I'm particularly worried about. I think if you played it more than that anyway, I mean games become broken after a while. I think as well you could create your own adventures for this quite, quite easily. Yeah. And I I imagine that there probably already are online people who have uploaded their own little encounter books that you can get. In ours um, in every case. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm not editing that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not too concerned about that. For me personally, everything is about in this game is about the encounter book. When yeah. I buy new buildings, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, how is this going to help me with encounters? Mm. I'm buying new villages and I'm thinking, how are these villages going to help me with my encounters? What options are they going to give me? Mm. So for me, it's all about that. I'm not so bothered about the rest of the village beyond that, other mm. than trying to get different things to do give me points at the end but most of my concern in this is how can I better adventure <laughs> and I love that aspect of that game I suppose if you were going to be going on an adventure you need to like have some kind of home life that you're leaving yeah. for that <laughs> amount of time and then going back to as well so yeah yeah the village aspect does does that really well I think so this is a game that personally I would highly recommend for everyone <laughs> I would go as far as to say that I would consider it an essential game in my collection because there's so many people I can play this with. Yeah. I say I've played this with people who play heavy Euros, medium uh, medium weight games, light games, gateway games, with people that have never played games before. Every single one has enjoyed it. Well, I think that says that just shows, shows yeah. just how good of a game it is. It's not a heavy game, it's a quick game. Uh, and it's a game that we were saying last time when we played it, you kind of finish and you want more rounds. Yeah. But I think not having those extra rounds is important because otherwise you would probably go through the encounters a bit too fast. Yeah, it's... and by that time you'd have so many villagers. The eighth round would take absolutely ages. I, I think it's just the right length. Mm, I do too. Yeah. So this is one I'm highly recommending. It's Above and Below by Red Raven Games. Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.